this thing. No title again. Is it rolling, Bob? for this um i was hoping we'd catch a train there there are there are a lot of them going by and uh, that means i am at uh, darlington provincial park we've been here before uh, already this summer in fact and i've got a different spot it's quite nice uh it's up on the hilltop and uh reasonable privacy large enough i could just drive straight in Needed two cords, of course, you know, the extension as well as the regular plug to uh, plug the thing in. But, you know, you're done, like, with under 15 minutes. You're plugged, your fridge is on, your microwave is lit up, and uh, you're just good to go. There's just so little to do. I and mean, some people are fanatical. I mean, you know, if you've got a trailer, there's so much more work. And uh, other people are fanatical about having the vehicle leveled perfectly. I've never leveled this thing. I've got all the leveling blocks that came with it in the garage somewhere. Uh, you know, there's even a, a level built in on the kitchen counter so you can see. And supposedly, I guess, your fridge works better that way. Or maybe that's why my uh, uh, propane only sometimes goes on. But when I'm plugged in, I don't need that. It's running on electric now on 220. So, yeah, we're here. I've just built, uh, I've got one block of wood and a few things from a tree um, my son cut up for me, a tree that probably Nalco insisted we cut down. Uh, not so much a tree as it was, yeah, well, I mean, it's pretty solid wood, but maybe two inches in diameter. Uh, anyway, uh, so I've built the fire while it's still light. It's about uh, after 6, maybe 6.30, I don't know. I'm only on my second beer, and I have not had a toke. I just thought it was better to welcome you to Dixon Jane's podcast number 959, which would be a palindromic wonder. Yeah. Um, and uh, get this thing started. I only uh, put out 958, the I Shit My Pants episode, uh, yesterday. Uh, thank you, um, Jason from Tennessee, Tennessee Jake, for making me feel better, saying, hey, <laughs> his comment was pretty funny about um, the fact that uh, he had already... T- <laughs> do, do, something along the lines of don't fart when you're on a, an exercise bike. <laughs> It is funny, in a way. Uh, and MMD also posted a comment on Discord. I don't always understand uh, what they mean. But uh, anyway, I think it, it was along the lines of it serves me right for the breakfast. Ooh, we get another train. I won't uh, adjust the settings for this. You'll just hear it in the distance. 
when you do the uh, when you look up to find out about a particular site when you're picking your site you look at a map and I always want to be on sort of an outside edge and you can you get an idea and then they also put photos up this is for the uh, Ontario Provincial Park System uh, so you can sort of see you know they give you views calendar when it's open particular site but you look at the map and you see where they're located and of course if there's anything near water you always want to be there but those are the ones that are taken far in advance, you know, and very often the same people would come back year after year and that's their site. Uh, so you're looking for openings and all I needed was one day and I got it. Uh, and this thing will be full with somebody else tomorrow and it was yesterday. Um, but anyway, the thing it says when you look at the pictures, eh, it looks okay. Uh, it's a level. Uh, when you look at the pictures it, and it, uh, and you're describing the site, it's, you know, average privacy. Uh, but, special note, the sound of trains. And that just suits me fine. I just love it. And uh, it won't keep me awake. And if I, if I do happen to wake up and hear a train going by, it's just, a, to me, a happy sound. So, all right. So there you go. Not much to say. Just wanted to get this thing started. I am. Uh, I started off with a Cremor, and I'm on to a Great Lakes pompous ass. English style ale. I don't know if I'll have another beer tonight. I'm I just, I haven't eaten well. I've been snacking, an awful lot of snacking. I just overfilled myself on popcorn and uh, didn't really have a good breakfast, didn't really have a good lunch. I do have another, um, oh gosh, a teriyaki chicken and rice dish for the microwave. I've become so lazy. I mean, good campers, you, you know, you cook over the fire or you get out your nice little uh, uh, propane stove and you fire something up. And I'm just, no, on a trip like this, one day, I don't want to do, I don't want to dig through and get that. So I don't want to do a whole lot at all. I, I'm just becoming lazier and lazier. And if you can... Put something in the microwave for four minutes, and you got a nice hot meal with some flavor and nothing to clean up, just goes in the garbage. Hey, that's the way I'm doing things now, all right? In my younger years, well, I didn't have that benefit. Hey, I was a tent camper all my life until I got this road trek, which this uh, October will be, I believe, the sixth anniversary, the day before I head to Lowell, Massachusetts. We're already people who are. Uh, Going, there's already a Canadian contingent uh, of uh, friendly people already meeting up. We'll all hang together. It's fun. And the uh, the good folks in Lowell enjoy having uh, all these Canadians come down for their special Lowell Celebrates Kerouac event. Uh, there's going to be a special uh, commemoration for David Amram. I've mentioned him before, the man who... Uh, um, did the soundtrack for Jack Kerouac's Pull My Daisy movie and uh, written scores for movies. I've talked about him before. Of course, nobody remembers anything if you've listened, if, even if you've listened. Uh, but David Amram is a, a an amazing man, and I, I believe he's in his 90s now and still plays an expert on the French horn and other things and a composer and a jazz musician and uh, an amazing person. And he always comes as... as Big a name as he is, he comes to this little event in Lowell each year, and it's it's the highlight. And uh, who knows how many more years he'll be able to do that? But uh, he comes. He brings his son, who's a, a drummer, and there's always a lot of good music going on. 
at a uh, Greek restaurant just around the corner. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, and that marks sort of the end. No, it doesn't quite mark the end of the summer because we've got a, a, a road trek gathering once again in uh, with the same folks, people I know well. So, was, you know, I'm, I'm plugged into different little communities here and there, and that, that's kind of good, and I want to be able to keep doing that. I do not want to let old age... Uh, of course, it slows you down, but I don't want it to pull me down. I don't want to drown in old age. I used that expression on the last podcast, uh, and uh, I, I do not. You know, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, hey, make a little effort, buddy. Get out there. Still do the things you enjoy doing while you still can enjoy doing them. All right. Thus ends the thus ends the sermon. I've got another good book. It's called Rogues: True Stories of Drifters, Killers, Rebels, and Crooks, uh, written by um, Patrick Radden Keefe. He was a reporter, and it's really good. Again, detailed research, a range of stories. I'm reading about the Lockerbie bombing now. He had a the uh, the writer of this uh, or the lead character in this story who was doing the investigation. His brother went down on that plane. And he wanted to find out who was responsible. Another one about a Dutch criminal. Another one about uh, the fake wine business featuring uh, Bill Koch, who um, spent millions upon millions upon millions of dollars in wine and found out later on a lot of them were faked. He thought he was buying uh, Thomas Jefferson's collection from 1787 and uh, turned out, no, no, that's not true. That was all a lie. So, of course, he wanted to sue. Anyway, good stories, well-written, and just holds my interest. And, and that's the thing, man. It's You know, I talk about doing these things and going these places, but something else you can do and enjoy oh so much is just reading a good book. Scarborough Dude signing off from his little spot here in uh, Darlington Provincial Park. We're going to get another train now. It's uh, Not for a little while yet. Bye for now. Well, we got a campfire going. I only bought one log with me, but I'm glad I bought that. And I had a box of wood that I had Daniel cut up from uh, a tree. Oh, I mentioned that, didn't I? (laughs) I think I mentioned that. I don't know. I don't know. I've I've had my wooby-dooby. Shout out to Mr. Wooby, by the way. Um, you know, I hope he catches up someday. And here's this. I like to get together with him. Uh, we've cam- I've camped a few times in his backyard or in his driveway, but uh, sat around a fire in his backyard. It's been very nice. Up to the family cottage once. So, uh, Francis, you know, hope I'm going to get an invitation soon. It's usually maybe towards late summer, but uh, we'll work something out. I mean, summer won't be complete unless I'm sitting around a fire with Francis Wooby. Putting that out there right now. Putting that out there. Fine guy. Good conversationalist and uh, a sense of humor. Uh, you know, pretty funny sense of humor. I like Mr. Wooby. Well, I like uh, probably most of the people who uh, listen to this show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. 
I've just been uh, texting with Mayumi. She's off today. It's uh, before Oban, which is when the spirits of your ancestors come back to visit. And uh, there's great excursions out to the family temples or wherever people are buried. And uh, maybe cleaning them up, getting them ready. I participated in one absolutely, absolutely lovely ceremony in uh, uh, Fernoko's family in Niigata long ago. And I still have the the images in my mind, walking at night with these lanterns, you know. Everybody wearing kimono. I even had a long one made for me. and Not the fancy dress-up ones, just, uh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe more like your... Just your summer outfit. But, but it was a beautiful sight. We could see other families going out too. So it's a big holiday. It's when people go back to visit their family. It's like the big holiday. Back to your family, back to your roots. People, it's always a period in Japan where everything shuts down during that Oban. So Mayumi was on her way out to a couple of temples. One for her husband's family and one for her family. Um, which I think is interesting. And uh, been talking about Japanese. I've been thinking about Japan a lot. I guess mentioned it in the last podcast and mentioned it in terms of the good manners. I guess it was just that reconnection, actually, too, or them. You know, there's something going on here because there was a reconnection with the Kamajo teachers in uh, uh, Barry, which I talked about and enjoyed so much. Some follow-up messages with uh, Eiji and Mayumi, and then finding out that. Akane, the uh, lady, now lady, mother, children who I was uh, a guardian for, survived breast cancer and is much better and uh, and well. And she was a very special girl. She uh, became a little part of our family. And so there's another Japan connection that's real. And the fact that my son Kenji likes to go back every year and wants to spend more time there, thats I find that interesting. So I'm thankful to uh, Nigeria for just, wow, just giving me a real lesson in life, in reality. And uh, thank you for Japan for teaching me so much and showing me another way. And oh my goodness, providing me with the wife I have today, the partner who I so desperately needfully wanted to be in my life and she still is gosh this family connections I guess there's a lot to reflect on maybe I get a little reflective after a toke few tokes this case but uh, I'm not I'm not being silly I'm I'm just I guess reflecting on the things that 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 shape us you know so many things shape us boy parents our family our school our friends our early friends our uh, movies the books we read oh my god the influences the things that shape us and make us and then there's the other part which people you know will just toss out 50% that Hardwired stuff, the DNA, the things that give you your looks, your shape, your your intelligence, 
color of your eyes and hair and uh, all the other things that go into making a human a human. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> um, been hearing the trains, of course, continuously, which is nice. Uh, boy, this fire is cracking out a lot of heat. I only bought the one long, but all that box of wood, and it's uh, it's quite nice. It's very light. I mean, I lit it pretty early, but I, I wanted the joint and the fire to go together, and I wasn't going to wait all night for the joint. Didn't have to wait till dark to have that baby. Uh, there's another train. Just that rumble of a car is going by. Uh, <laughs> you know, for some, hey, they got bloody freight trains. But I'm thinking, wow, they got freight trains here at this park. It's uh, it's great. It's just great. Now I just can't get over how many are going by. Like I'm I'm sure there's a freight train every 20 minutes. Oh, holy fuck, we're going east and left, but it's just one line. Well, I mean, two lines, one in the other direction. But, uh, you know, this is this is a lot of rail traffic. Well, I guess it's the odd passenger plane train in there. But I'm thinking they're mostly freights. We're close to the 401, of course, too. So we're connecting, you know, we're in Toronto, Kingston. Points beyond Montreal, yeah. Where would they be going? What are they carrying? You know, who's waiting on the other end? Yeah, life. It is so complicated. Anyway, once again, thanks to uh, Dennis and Jake for uh, owning up to being a member of the club. Now, I think it's time for a few more of you out there to tell me about uh, when you shit your pants. And I'll give you a live segment on the show. Doug. Yep, for it. I mean, I'm not trying to poach you away from uh, Tennessee Jake there, but uh, you know, if you got a lie, the the time I took a the time I last time or any time favorite time you 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 had a wet fart, you know, share it. Now I don't think I'll get one from Penelope. I'm I'm I I don't think I will, and and I'm 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 enough of a gentleman that I won't insist. But uh, anyway. And I'm sure Big Jason's, come on, at least he's had a few close calls, if not the real thing. Oliver, now I don't think Oliver would own up to it, but uh, the way, with his diet and the way he talks about all that shit food he eats, my God, Oliver, you know. But anyway, we'll uh, we'll let that go. I'll do, I'm just putting that out there, just putting that out there. If you got it, the last time I had a, a wet shit story. No, they're all wet. I, no, some are more dry. No, no, you know what I'm talking about. Okay? Wet fart. It's a wet fart story. I don't want anything about my favorite dumper. I don't want anything else. I don't want anything to do with urination. I just want... Last time, yeah. And you don't have to have been wearing clothes. I mean, it could have helped me. You got to have been lying there bare-assed in bed, providing, hopefully, you weren't making love or something. And it happened. That would be... No, boy, that's the end of that relationship. Right there. 
But uh, anyway, I'm, I, I'd kind of like to lift the needle off this track, if you know what I mean. Yeah. All right, I'm going to uh, go back to tending the fire. It was nice to share that with you. Thank you very much. I do appreciate my listeners. I mean, I know the thing, the people who do listen are pretty damn fine people. Pretty interesting in their own right. So, uh, glad about that. It takes a certain kind of person to uh, to listen to this. Week after week, hour after hour. Story after story, repeatedly, on repeats. But I enjoy it. I I'm I I think I'm enjoying it uh, podcasting even more now than I than I was. I think I'm really enjoying it. It is. It's you know. It's another life work. All right. Back at you. Later on. Okay. Got a fire going. You could say a fire dying, if you want to put it that way. But I just put on the last piece of wood I had. And I put it on perfectly. I've been tending this fire all night using the Yukon. uh, Not the Yukon. (sighs) The name of that great lake, the Huron. The Huron Poker. I've been using the Huron Poker uh, for several years now. It's just getting smaller and smaller. It's like a faithful companion, a stick that you've you've adopted. You're looking after, you know, and it's looking after you. You got this relationship with this poking stick, you know. Um, but I I, mean, I do mean that in a sense of, you know, appreciating. It's not a commercial bot thing. It's something that I found and was very happy when I found it swept up on the shore of Lake Huron, and, uh, and so that'd be a good campfire poking the stick when it dries out so it's it's tended many a fire and it's done a nice job tonight i wanted to share that with you but what really what i wanted to share was the idea of that i'm always saying well who do you think who do you think who do you think and it just seems like it just occurred to me now uh the soldiers who did die, you know, World War Two, World War One just seemed such a stupid war, and you know, whatever. But World War Two, it felt like it had to be fought, and uh, certainly the Nazis stopped. I don't think that's a controversial statement, but so many people who didn't want to die and didn't want to go off to war, didn't want to see the shit they were facing and having to deal with, dying in horrible ways, too. I mean, just so much. And, and boy, if it's not those people. And because basically what I'm giving thanks for is my freedom, the fact that I can just, you know, gosh using my phone or a computer, you know, arrange a place for me to park and pay some money online and just drive in. And you have a little place, which is kind of nice, you know, secure, surrounded by trees. It's beautiful. Got a fire going. A little piece of real estate, you know. Comfortably sitting by it and uh, kind of enjoying it. And with the added sound, of course, bonus of the uh, trains going by. Now I can distinguish between the passenger trains just booting it to uh, Toronto and um, the uh, longer freights. 
which I'll hope we'll hear another one of very soon. Uh, anyway, I, I want to give thanks to those people because really had, you know, you, you and go back to this movie Oppenheimer. What if the Germans, I mean, basically it's raising the question. It's not just about Oppenheimer, it's raising the question. Well, if the other side had got that nuclear weapon first, things might have, you know, our lives might be quite, quite different now. Of course, that wouldn't be our lives. We'd be conditioned and different and so on. But uh, the idea, the concept of, you know, of so many countries around the world where you're living in fear, the secret police of the military, of, of somebody has power over you and, and, and just can control your fate, uh, that, that, that would be terrifying to be living under those conditions. You know, and people have up until recently, and in so many places, and I'm not trying to make this sound uh, like I'm just saying the words. It, it's it's just a horrible, awful thing, and I I have to give gratitude for not having it, had to experience that. I had fun and adventures, but I didn't have fear, and uh, I hope that my children don't. I guess, you know, I was literally gonna, gonna, just going to say it's something to be fought for. And it was. I hope there's no cynicism out there over what I'm saying. It's hard to express those things, you know, you don't know one person in particular, but uh, my parents certainly lived through much harder times than I did, depression and war. Anyway, I uh, thought there was more to share. Oh, 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 is that a train coming? Let's just hang on a bit, because, boy, one that went rumbling through, it was so loud. Went on for a long time. Now, you know what? Damn it. I think I'm hearing, I'm hearing a lot of highway noises now. That ain't rail traffic. But it's, uh, it's kind of exciting, uh, you know, sort of sitting on the edge of this freight line. It's in a very important section cutting across Canada. I guess my head is full of war by having read this cold that's spoken. And the portrayal of some of the Germans, you know, in, in a positive light. Hey, they're forced to do these things or, or they're under the gun but uh, this wasn't they, were, they, were, they weren't allowing torture they were trying to follow the Geneva Convention according to all the reports that have come out about their uh, treatment overall not the same for other camps and I guess they expected maybe getting reports back that their uh, Germans caught but they weren't they just weren't as many they weren't uh, they weren't invading England Anyway, sorry, I'm uh, 
I've digressed already. And I wouldn't say I've lost the thread, but um, just have to park it for a bit and uh, come back later if I have more to say about uh, just that that topic or any other. Sorry, I talk about anything I fucking will feel like. All right, I don't hear any trains, so uh, we're taking a pause. So that's what I'll do. I'll just pause. got one more freight train coming so uh, stay tuned I'm in no hurry to get to bed. I'll sit a little longer by the fire instead. This must be the same freight with engines in the middle as well. to sound the horn because they're on the same train.
Uh, yeah, checking in once again. That's, of course, Philip Glass in the background. Just turn that down a little bit. Just still love that sound. Um, yeah, my God. It is, uh, what's the time here? One fifteen in the afternoon. Checkout time is 2. Um, now, I was planning on leaving earlier to uh, dump my tanks, but it is raining. Oh, my God, is it raining. Um, I was sitting comfortably with my second coffee, another nice shot of Cointreau in it, so very, very nice. Instant coffee, but strong, and uh, with that little added flavor of uh, liqueur. And, um, you know, just a few pages left in the story I was reading about fraud on Wall Street. Oh, my God, that stuff makes me angry. Insider trading. Nobody held accountable. People with... Hundreds of millions of dollars they make from insider training, you know, and the little guy gets shafted. Anyway, good story, well-researched, uh, but I could hear the thunder in the not-too-distant, you know, horizon. Oh, my God, it's coming this way, and sure enough. So I knew, okay, start cleaning up. Uh, I hadn't, didn't have much to do. I'll do the dishes when I get home. Uh, chairs, everything stowed away, finally unplugged, and it was raining by then, and now it's heavy rain. And so it's not a not a good time to, for me to dump the wastewater tanks, which was my main reason for coming here. Um, i got to get the defroster back on. There we go. Fogged up all the windows. So I see directly behind me was a truck with a trailer, and they are also checking out but they are waiting they're all hooked up but nobody's moving so i have the feeling when the rain does stop there's going to be a lineup at the uh sanitation station where you dump your tanks because everybody's kind of waiting for the rain to stop Ugh, not good but um i'm not in any rush i mean hey i'm less than an hour away from home so it doesn't really matter what time i leave here and there, nobody throws you out you should be vacating your site by two o'clock that's just fair game uh, but after that, you're uh, kind of up to you what you're going to do. And so people do hang around the park. They just stay in the park all day. But there's really not much to see, especially in the rain. Oh, shit, I got the map all wet. I, uh, I'm planning my route out of here. Um, anyway, yeah, I, just uh, closing this off. I, I, it was just such an enjoyable outing just to do the things I like to do. A little fire, some reading tokes. Last night I, I opened the bottle of Italian wine and, you know, three or four little glasses was just, just very nice watching the fire right down to the the coals. And then at the end, big surprise, like fireworks, I threw on a great big box. And that was fun. Like that, whoa! You know, I don't know what was in that box, but there are flames shooting high. So, uh, it's been good. It's been really good, and boy, oh boy, did I sleep well, as as I always do when I'm camping. So anyway, that's it. This is a conclusion. This is the end. I don't know. This is probably, I've eaten up a whole new podcast, and it's only <laughs> only Wednesday. But, you know, hey, it's my rules. You know, if I put out another one, that's fine. You listen or you don't listen. doesn't matter. It's up to you. It's, uh, I do what I have to do on this end, and uh, that's uh, that's where the decisions are made, boys and girls. Ah, uh, the rain, is it lightening up? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, no, Jesus, still coming down. Gotta get 
little bit of a noise there. I also discovered another problem. I've been finding <laughs> little screws on the floor, tiny little screws. Now, where, where did that come from? And I, I couldn't see anywhere where they'd come from. And uh, I know I put some away in a safe place. I don't know where that safe place is. I knew if you see a screw on the floor, save it. <laughs> it came from somewhere important. And the last night opening up the closet where I store a radio and my toaster. And that door is always... Uh, sometimes it gets forced closed and it shouldn't be. And sure enough, that door is almost coming off the hinges. It's a long hinge, the height of the door, which is at least about two feet, three feet high. And they were just popping up one by one as I sort of put pressure on the door with something sticking out a little bit too far. So my bad for not taking better care of that. Uh, now I know where they came from, and I'm probably going to have to buy screws to uh, um, replace the others. But that's a job I can do and uh, will do uh, before my buddy Chris and I go off camping, that's for sure. So, uh, you know, the little things, the looking after things and, and just being grateful to have this machine, which I'm sitting in right now in the driver's seat. What do we got playing in the background?
bad mood. I don't know what. They, like right now, I'm so angry. There's a stupid fucking kid. He can't be here alone. He's all he's doing is chasing fucking geese and ducks, chasing them into the water. You fucker! You just you stupid fucking kid and you stupid fucking parents who aren't telling him. This is Bluffers Park. Jesus Christ! Honestly, that just that kind of thing drives me so fucking angry. All right, Mary White, feeding you down a little bit. They're like, they're up on the grass, they're feeding. It's geese and ducks, Buffers Park, it's where they live. And some stupid fucking man or woman is with that kid and letting him chase these fuckers all over. He's running about, wow, what great fun this is. Look at the stupid birds, they're running away from me. Oh, I, I'm honestly, it just, I, I'm so close to screaming from here. Still doing it. Now they're walking towards here. And it's a lady indicating what religion she belongs to. And, I'm, and if I scream, they might think, oh, well, that's because I don't like a certain religion or something. No, I don't like stupid fucking kids and parents who don't teach them. This is a park. The animals belong here. I will when she comes. I'm going to say it politely. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Anyway, Jesus Christ. I'm angry because I've been at, I've just come from Scarborough Town Center. I hate fucking shopping malls, too. I went because I needed shoes. I needed new shoes. And, of course, I have a local Cedarbury Mall. And uh, they had nothing there. I mean, it's a pathetically poor, small, like a couple of shops. You wonder how do they do any business at all. So I knew, all right, head to the bay. Got to the bay. Everything looked expensive. And I was there, finally found the shoe department. Needed to get an elevator to get down to it. Found the shoe department. And from behind me, I hear a woman said, how are you today? Nice smile. And I said, oh, not too bad, thanks. And then I noticed she just zipped right past me. It wasn't me. She was talking to a customer who was better dressed than me and holding up a shirt he wanted to buy. He's the guy. Like, she just totally ignored me. I'm looking ratty in my jeans and old shoes and fucking orange Shane and Tom squeeze box t-shirt and a non-matching flowered shirt. So, I, I mean, part of it was just what I was wearing. I don't know, maybe I won't say anything. It, it would do any good. Anyway, I mean, that was there was so much disrespect in that. And then somebody else wants to sell me a Walmart card, and I can't find the exit, and I ask, where's the exit? And the guy just kind of ignores me. No, no, I don't need a Walmart card. I need the exit. I had to ask him twice. And he just points rudely, because I'm not going to get a fucking Walmart card. It was the most unpleasant fucking... I was in and out in 20 minutes. I mean, I got the shoes I wanted at fucking Walmart. Size 13 wide, Dr. Scholl's. Not on sale, but they're cheap price. 55 bucks. The only shoes that can fit. And the only thing I need is, can I rip out the insole so that I can wear them with my plastic brace on my left leg? And uh, yes, tested in the store. Nobody to help me there, of course. It's just, uh, you know... I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna stop. Stop with the music. I got too much going on. I'm just. I'm just so fucking wild. You don't often get like a shanana yourself. 
Jesus. I don't know. He's still running. He's still running after them. She's not even... She's just ignoring. She's not paying attention. Maybe he's retarded. I don't know. I don't think that, that cuts him any slack. No, I'd have to get my walker out and go up to her. It's just not fucking worth it. <sighs> Honestly. All right. Sorry. But, you know, okay. We have good days. We have bad days right now. And yet, this is... Today I got things done on my list. That I needed to do. I needed to fill up the water tanks in the road trek, front and back, which means, you know, getting the car out, reversing it, backing it in so I can do the back door as well. I did that. That's been on my list for a week. Got it done. Good. Should be happy about that. I've been calling my doctor for three weeks and just keep getting this no answer, this number or whatever. And so finally realized, okay, I got to go to the doctor's office and, uh, you know, say, hey, I need this. Back to poops here. The, the last time I did a poop smear test, um, I had waited too long. And uh, I guess whatever chemicals they have in their little jars or vials, it expired. And uh, so I got notice back inconclusive, you know, you need to do it again. So I've been calling for three weeks and no answer, no pickup. And what the hell? Should be at least some redirect number or something. Anyway, went in and... Uh, Oh, sorry, here's the number to call. We're, we're, we're having trouble with our phones. Yeah, well, okay. Anyway, can't blame them. And I was polite. Oh, thank you. Okay, no, good. I got what I wanted. And yes, they found a file. They're going to mail me one. Everything's good. All right, so bam. Second big thing off the list. Third thing, get shoes. What are the odds of getting a 13 wide, you know, at a cheap price? Well, got them. Walked out with them. So I should by all be really happy. Wow, what a productive day. But just the unpleasantness of the people in the mall, the kind of shoppers, I felt like I don't belong. Like shopping malls, are, my, my wife can do it. She can handle it. She's fine. She doesn't do a lot of expensive shopping. She goes to recycle shops, as you know, I've told you many times. But she's comfortable with nice things. And for me, it's just, it was just, I posted, it's like being on an alien planet. I just felt so out of place and so, it was just so unpleasant. To do that, you know. <sighs> anyway, it's done. Jesus, I'm everything. I'm leaving Saturday, and I'm going to finish this off today. I'm leaving Saturday to kind of a family gathering as my uh, my niece heads off to uh, British Columbia to UBC to study, and uh, so it's a rare chance for our whole family to get together just for a kind of a, a luncheon. And I'll stay with my brother, and that'll be nice. You know, we don't, we don't get many chances to meet up. So, anyway. Uh, so, and then I'm going camping for two nights after that. So this will be, you won't hear from me again, maybe till I'm camping. Good, you, yeah, I know. Good, thanks, Ken. I need the break. Oh, by the way, I do have some notes here. Penelope is off the hook. She does not have to relate any stories of unpleasant little whoopsies because... She's the only person I know who's glued her ass to the tub. So that gets her a pass. Penelope glued her ass to the tub. All right, ma'am, 
You're off the hook. You don't have to report back. Uh, nobody else does either. I don't particularly need. <laughs> I don't, you know, I've got enough content of my own. I don't really need somebody sending me poop stories, so uh, don't worry about it. You can do it on your own show if you like, or your own time, or uh, share or not. You know, you leave that. Um, closet repaired. Yeah, Daniel and I, my son and I, repaired the closet in my uh, road track. And, it had come, like these screws were popping out. I guess maybe I mentioned it had to be done. Anyway, the job got done. You know, it took the two of us, one to hold the door in place, and I had to buy the new screws, the right type, Robert's heads, of course. And um, it was really good, satisfying to have this thing back in place. And so uh, another job done. Um, gosh... I've got notes about organized crime, highways construction, Premier Ford. I don't want to talk about them. I'm already depressed about fucking Ford and the conservative government here in Ontario. And what's worse is rumors are if there's an election held, the conservative government under this Pierre Polyev could win. And that just doesn't seem right. Like Canada, Canada. Why are you going conservative like this? And a lot of people say, hey, we already are. We always have been. You know, look at some of the other provinces. They always vote conservative. But it it just doesn't seem right. (sighs) Anyway, I think I'm I'm just, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to try and smarten myself out, get get myself out of this little bit of anger and frustration. Uh, I mean, you all have that. You know, days when just... And yet everything's gone right today. I have no reason. It was just people. People in the mall. The unpleasantness of other humans. And now this fucking kid who's still running wild. I guess he doesn't belong to this lady. Good thing, because I would have been yelling at the wrong lady. Uh, he's he's still out there in the, you know, with somebody. Little fucker. Oh, now he is chasing another goose. Come on. I'm going to have to get in the stroller and go. I got to go. I got to go. That's that's my job. I'll talk to you later. Guy, I got to deal with this. Uh, I've only got about eight minutes left. Uh, that's, of course, David Bowie. Oh, what a great man. And speaking of great men, last night I watched an interview with Charlie Watts. He had just put out kind of a jazz album that he had written, composed. And what an interesting guy. Drummer for the Stones, in case you don't know who Charlie Watts is. I doubt that. Um, so humble. It's such an amazing, and it's just amazing what a collaboration the Rolling Stones have been. Like, Bill Wyman, I always thought was cool. Just, he's in the background. Oh, yeah, he's just a bass player. But he was a part of that early Stones stuff. Uh, Brian Jones, with his love of music, as sad as it was to lose him so early, he's the guy who really made them abandon, put out a lot of that blues stuff in the early stuff. Anyway, 
This was just a YouTube video. I've been watching a lot of Larry Sanders, the Larry Sanders show. If you don't know that, you're, you're, you're missing something. But another great show. And the, the part of his sidekick is just so well done. Jeffrey Tambor, I think it's the actor. Uh, brilliant stuff. And what a great send-up of late-night talk shows and the people he got on. Uh, there's one right on the final episode. He had, um, what's his name, our Canadian friend here, uh, you know, made all the faces. Why would I not know his name now? You know, the hilariously funny guy that people, uh, a lot of people don't like. <sighs> Jim Carrey. Anyway, great show. I can't find the second part of the final episode. I'm trying, I'm searching on YouTube and I haven't been able to find it yet, but... So that's been, that's been keeping me amused. Um, and what else? Okay, yeah, I want to talk about the previous clip when I was so pissed off yesterday at that stupid kid chasing the geese and ducks. And I was just in a bad mood. And I was like, why am I in a bad mood? Like, today I'm wearing the new shoes I bought. Wow, to find a pair of shoes at a reasonable price exactly what I wanted. Black with snap-on Velcro tabs, 13 wide. Holy shit. And just to pick them off the shelf right there at Walmart and I'm done. You know, wow. I should have been in a good mood, but I wasn't. And I realized what it was just today. Okay, now something is wrong with my phone here because it's everything is on repeat. And I can't stop the repeat. And whatever. I was in a bad mood because it was my first time, I think, going out in public with my walker. It's been with friends. It's been fine. With my, you know, physiotherapist, been fine. This is the first time I had to actually enter a large shopping mall full of people, strangers, get into a store, ask where the shoes were, four below, well, is there an elevator? Yes, it's over there on the other end, you know. And so having to, to walk through a place I didn't want to be in, my God, the Hudson's Bay, and find the elevator and wait forever, it was just a reminder of my handicap that, well, I'm that old fucker pushing a walker in front of me I must be stupid, because it's an image people have of somebody handicapped. Well, they must be a bit slow mentally as well. Physically, they're, they, they need help. They probably do mentally also. And they're probably, there's something wrong with that person beyond just the obvious physical needs. And it, I think that, I, I didn't realize that till after I got home. That must have been what was bothering me. And the awkwardness of just walking through these gigantic stores the Walmart was just as bad to get what you needed and then to find your way back pushing this stroller and, and I found I was tired pushing it I, I guess I'm because I'm not doing exercise that it's just <sighs> requires an extra energy I didn't have and just dealing with that was just so unpleasant 
And that's what put me in a bad mood. And I didn't realize something's wrong. Everything I've done everything I needed to do today, but I'm grumpy. And part of it was just, no, I've gone out in public with my stroller and I'm clearly marked as somebody in need of help. And I just didn't like it. Okay, so there. All right, park that. I, I'm sure that was the explanation for why I was so stressed. Now, I've taken a couple of poems here that I wanted to finish with. One by Sylvia Plath. And I'm just going to read it to you. I found this on Twitter, or X as it's called. I call it Twitter. Here's the poem. Remember, remember, this is now. And now... And now, live it, feel it, cling to it. I want to become acutely aware of all I've taken for granted. Now that sums up all the Zen shit I've been posting and twittering and sharing and thinking. It's just, it's just so lovely, so beautifully done. Um, and then another poem, or no, not a poem, a thought by uh, Aldous Huxley. This is on repeat again, too. Like, this is really pissing me off because I can't get it off fucking repeat. And now I guess I'm doing sequentially all David Bowie. What the fuck is this? Come on, play. All right, something different. Um, a quote by Aldous Huxley. The greater part of the population is not very intelligent dreads responsibility and desires nothing better than to be told what to do. Provided the rules do not interfere with its material comforts and its cherished beliefs, it is perfectly happy to let itself be ruled. Holy fuck! Does that not sum up the majority of the population? And why people would vote conservative, as I harped on yesterday. Like, people don't think. They don't want to think. It takes too much effort. No, no, just give me... I, as long as I got my new iPhone, I got beer, I like to drink, I'm fine. Just fucking leave me alone and, and let me have the things I want and go ahead and do what you want. And that's why we put up with billionaires ruling the world. For fuck's sake, wake the fuck up! Okay? Now... Finally, last thing, I've only got a minute left. I just finished coffee with Yasser, my friend Yasser, who I've explained many times. Used to be my mystery friend. He's not so much a mystery now. He's my good friend. And we had the most wonderful talk, and we share deeply about our lives and our needs and the things that are troubling us. And it's give and take, to and fro. I listen, he listen. I talk, he talks. And... It's just a wonderful relationship, and it just grows deeper and more meaningful every time we get together. It's not very often, maybe once a month. That's fine. That's enough. And it was wonderful to be able to talk to him and share things that are troubling me, that me as a 75-year-old talking to somebody much younger, and, you know, I like to pretend I'm, I'm the older, wiser guy. I've, I've got all these lessons from life, but... To be open enough to allow him to comment on things that are bothering me and offering me good advice. How wonderful. It's give and take. It's share and share alike. Wonderful. Thank you, Yasser. I appreciate that. I told him I loved him. He said, I love you too, buddy.
And uh, <laughs> I'm going to end on that note. I have lots of friends, and I treasure and value the friendships, and uh, I sure hope you out there have somebody you can really be open with beyond just your partner. And I don't mean just your partner, but I mean beyond that. Because in our lives, sometimes we got to share we got to share more. we got to open up more. we got to expose ourselves. we got to ask for help sometimes. Scarborough Dudes, signing out with Bob Dylan. Bye for now. <laughs>